Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Views, the podcast. You know what I was thinking about? What, Dave? You think it's possible for somebody that's really good at podcasting to record a 45-minute podcast in 20 minutes? No, man. Not not unless you're Elon Musk. Why don't you not think that's possible? Like, if you talk really fast, Mm -hmm. and then in editing, you slow it down times two, do you think you'll be able to make a 45-minute podcast in 20 minutes? Get somewhere to be? No, but let's fucking go right now. Let's go really fast. And, uh, okay, David, we're going to start the podcast. Jason's ugly. D- David's not sexy. Dude, this is a good start. All right, roll intro music. Hey, guys, so this is the Views Podcast. I'm David. That's Jason. Hey, we're, man. we're a comedy troupe here out in Los Angeles. What's up? Been a comedy troupe for a while now. I'm 46. David's 23. Where are we with this podcast in terms of your, you know, likes and dislikes? Of like how much I like it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for it. <laughs> I really, I do still think it's a waste of time. People come to me on the street. No, the uh, the podcast is interesting. It's because Jason and I like talk so much and we're, we're always recording stuff. So like the podcast is the only thing in my life that feels like work, which is crazy to think. Right. Because people are like, a podcast feels like work. And I know, I, I know that sounds insane, but I love making videos so much uh-huh. that like this is the thing that like just doesn't feel like right, but I, I, I do. But do it. you listen? I listen to the podcasts, you know. <laughs> I've never listened to one. You've never listened to one? No. Oh, I go back and I listen to all the good little parts. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. All I, the time. I haven't heard a podcast that's not mine. I don't think. Really? Like I haven't heard my own podcast, and I haven't listened to another podcast. Hey, you want to go into like bi- snippets of Joe Rogan? Hey, you want to go into business together? For what? I want to go on Shark Tank. That's my goal this year. Get on Shark Tank. What's your idea? Oh, my ex-wife has this idea. Marnie, she, I thought it was pretty good. It's called Head Foam. Head Foam. And it's basically like it's a thing you put on your head to listen to podcasts while you go to sleep. Because you know when you put like little earbuds in? They hurt your ears. They hurt your ears, yeah. Oh, so something that like wraps around your head. Yeah, and like is padded by your ear. Yeah, I think they actually have that. No, there's no, no way I'm, they have let, it. Let me look. No, I'm I looked not, it up. I, I couldn't find here, anything. Here's literally a picture of it. They literally have exactly what you said. What's it called though? They're called sleep headphones. Let me see. That's so fucking crazy. It's literally exactly. Of course they have everything. It's exactly what you said, right? Like look at it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's literally as I envisioned it. It's like the same color too, right? 1999, that was going to charge like 45. (laughs) Back to the drawing board. (laughs) Hey, I just want to go on Shark Tank. That's it, man. I'm just so into it right now. I want to go on there and I want to have a pitch. I want to say, hello, sharks. I just want to say, hello, sharks. I know. I really want to go on Shark Tank, too. I love when the pitch is really rehearsed and they're really nervous. That's my favorite. Hey, we were in the bar the other day. David caught on fire. Oh, shit. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that was crazy. So I just got done doing Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. This will be my vlog. So if you guys hear my vlog, pretend like it's the first time. And I was laying 
back on the bar. Mm-hmm. Like on the bar, there was a candle there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I fucking smell like something's burning. And like, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And then I look behind me, and my coat is literally like in flames. Like behind me in flames, and I, and and I and I turn to Jason. I'm like, Jason, I'm on fire. And Jason looks at me and goes, Yeah, you are. And I go, No, no, no. I fucking I've caught flames. So I took the jacket off and we had to fucking stomp it out yeah. in the bar. And then the people came over at the bar and they're like, What's going on? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's crazy. I've never that that is crazy to me that that candle was in that spot. Yeah. And when we start when I started leaning on the wall, I looked at the candle and I was like, That's weird. Like if I had longer hair, I'd definitely catch fire right now. Mm-hmm. And for some in, reason, in a New York. City Club packed with people too. Such a fire hazard. So dangerous. Yeah. So dangerous. Yeah. And fucking I caught on fire. So David, you're on Jimmy Fallon this week. I was very proud of you. I was in the audience. Thank I watched you. the whole thing. Thanks David got off stage. He was was nervous about his performance, but everyone thought he was really good. Yeah, that was really nerve wracking. How was it? I wasn't even thinking about it that much. Yeah. But then when I got there and when I was in my green room and the TV was on, and that's when like the, the Jimmy Fallon intro played. You know, like how he's walking around New York City and like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and it goes, tonight's guest, David Dobrik. And it was so fucking crazy to see. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. And that's when it got like really, re- like really real. Like I, I started tearing up. It seemed like I was in a movie. Like, you know, like I hate describing it this way, right. but it literally felt like a fucking dream. It, it felt like I was a character in a movie yeah. and the character in the movie fell asleep and had a dream about being on Jimmy Fallon. Right, right. Like that's exactly what it felt like. Like it was, it was crazy. And then, um, and yeah. And then Martin Short went on before me. And then I was waiting backstage to go on next, mm-hmm. right after him. And I don't know if I made this up. I don't know if he said this. Or, or I, th- I think he said this to me. As he, he said something to me as he walked off stage. And I'm pretty sure it was this. Or maybe I just completely just fabricated this. He walked off and he pats me on the back and he goes, knock him dead, kid. <laughs> it was the most, the most cliche thing to say. It was so great. And I was, and that just made me ten times nervous. <laughs> I was like, "Holy fuck!" It's literally, and then it's so crazy because when you're on, like, when you're on the show, yeah. and like the cameras are on you, like I always get in my head, and like I'm like he's interviewing me or whatever, right. and then I'm like, if I stop, like in my head, I'm thinking like if I stop talking right now, <laughs> like it's going to be on television. Like they're not just gonna cut that out. Like if I just freeze right now, yeah. Like it will, like everyone's watching me. Like, do you, do you have that moment? Like when you're ever doing anything? I've never like, been on late night TV, but yeah. Yeah, but like, do you ever have the moment like when you're in front of cameras, you're like, if I stop right now, like I'd, at the Teen Choice Awards, I thought about it the entire time. I was like, if I just stop talking, right, it's just going to be awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, all yeah, I could yeah, think yeah. about sitting next to Jimmy. I was like, this is all up to me here. Like if I just stop talking, it's over. I don't know. Regardless, I had fun. Jimmy's the fucking nicest human he being. He seemed to like really... Um I don't know, really like you. You guys are like good together. You're both kind of goofy, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you you're, know like, you're like you're like younger version of him. Everyone always says that, that like every time you I- are. Co- every time No, every time I collab with a celebrity, they're like, that person really liked you. But I'm like, I, like- Well, you're a likable, t- likable dude. I know, but bro, like- uh, What, bro? Like, what, is he going to seem like he doesn't like me? You know what I mean? Like his job is to interview and talk to people. Like he's not going to, he's not going to seem like he doesn't like me. No, but what he did do is like, he definitely like gave you respect, which is like really nice. He was oh, like, 100%. Because you started out, you came out and it was like, I don't know what happened. I can't remember. But I remember one of the first things he said was like, and you have 15 million followers on YouTube. And everybody cheered, which was like really nice of him to say. And then he brought up the thing, how you married my mom. And that was cool. Cause it was like, you could tell that as a, as a comedian, like he respected that bit in itself, the fact that you married no, somebody. He, he was very that was sweet. cool. And backstage, he was really, really yeah. nice, which I, I appreciate a That's lot. That's awesome. I need hip replacement surgery. I heard, man. Congrats. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, it's a great accomplishment. <laughs> Every 46-year-old wants That's to have really that. Sick. Yeah. It's what sick. kind are you getting? Uh, I'm getting a Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> a Jaguar. Uh, Jaguar hip, yeah. Tesla? I was looking at the Mercedes. It was a little too expensive, but I like the Jaguars. It's a good feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is it? What is a new hip entail? So like, will you be just able, will you will you be able to kick harder or will, or, or will it just bring you up to par? You know what I mean. Just up to par. Okay. You know I've been limping for the last few months. I have noticed. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't. It doesn't. You've been great about it too. You don't bring it up too much. Never. Yeah, because it does bother me. Like I told you one time. When it I don't bring walking, it up to you. Huh? Natalie and I always snicker about it on the side. Oh, what do you say? Look at him. Just that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was buried alive two well, weeks ago, bro. You know what the doc told me? Huh? He goes, hey, maybe you'll be buried alive anymore, and your hip will feel better. Um, did you tell him they got buried alive? Yeah, you know, he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I know the kind of stuff you're doing. And I go, whoa, whoa what do you mean? He goes, uh, in the backyard, surprising your friend at the picnic. <laughs> yeah, we buried, we buried Jason in, in my backyard the other day. Um, but okay, so you're getting a new hip, which is actually pretty sad, but I'm trying to make up. Well, they, you know, I've been limping a lot, and it's been bumming me out. Like, when I just even see people, they're like, you're limping. Like, what's wrong? And then you have to explain. Oh, uh, that's the worst. It's the worst. My friend, my friend who um, has a staph infection, yeah. or who got one, he's my age, and he limps, right? Alex, Alex. my friend from my hometown. And that's the worst is having to explain it to every single person. The worst. Dude, what's wrong? You're limping. And it's like, especially when we go out, it's like, uh, I don't have to go, oh, I got a staph infection. And, and, then it, and then you know what I mean? It's the same conversation over and over again. It's the worst. So anyway, so then they get me in there and I'm, I'm like, my hips bother me and they take an x-ray and the guy's like, oh, and you could just clearly see. So on your hip, there's like basically like rubber in the socket. I don't know what, it's not rubber, but it's, it's, sure. it's basically like a rubber thing that allows your hip to, so I'm missing half of mine. Wow. So he's like, yeah, it's not good. He's like, you're going to need surgery. He's like, there is one thing we could try. It's really expensive. We could try stem cells. And he's like, and I think he, you have a, you're a good candidate for that. So then yesterday they shot me. I was prepped for like two weeks for these shots. I had some other shots done, some PRP. They shot my own blood in my ass, like six different shots. Sorry, this is a little bit sidetracked, but have you ever got that shot in your ass that like you can't walk? I don't know if it's like a yeah. shot for the flu or I don't know what it is. Penicillin? Penicillin shot? Is it a penicillin shot? I don't know. I had all that dumb when I was like two. I had all that yes, dumb yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. like I was like, I was like, I was like four. Oh, okay, yeah. I got it. And I c- couldn't vlog that day? I couldn't vlog that day. <laughs> no, but I was at my grandma's in Slovakia. Really? And I got the shot and I was just like, I was laying on my stomach with my ass just like hanging in the air like it was just fucking beat and I needed to air it out. <laughs> um, no, it was, yeah, that was like one of the most painful shots. Sorry, man, I don't mean to take away from your No, I know you don't give surgery. a fuck, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, your hip surgery reminds me when I was two. <laughs> <laughs> when I told David I needed hip surgery, all he said was, how long are you going to be out for? <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah. No, so then that they, sounds like a good thing. Like, uh, you know what I mean? No, it doesn't, David. No. I can't run. I can't jog anymore. I'm going to be a fat fuck for the rest of my life. <laughs> You know, it's the only way I lose weight is when I would, like, jog Here's the thing. Jogging. Why I think it's a good thing is because you have a problem, and now you have identified the solution. Okay. Well, so, that's a good way to think. And we've already all known about your problem, that you limp, right? So now you tell me you need hip surgery. is almost like going, hey, Dave, they found a cure. I mean, we'll see. So anyways, they shot these stem cells in, and it's, I'll know in a month if it takes or not. So it's wow. supposed to, like, grow its, uh, its uh, in baby umbilical cords. But you said the chances of you not getting hip surgery is, like, 80 to 20, right? It's 80 20. I'm going to not need it. I'm proud of you. I told him. I said, I don't expect this to work at all. And he was like, come on, man. Said, you, you do you have a cool positive. doctor? Huh? Do you have a cool doctor? Yeah, really cool. He's the best. He lets me film. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to vlog this? I was like, really? He's like, yeah, turn it on. <laughs> is he okay with being on camera? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he loves it. 
Actually, he gave me the shots the first time. If you would have vlogged this. And then uh, he, Doc, he, you sure? <laughs> this is open heart surgery. Go for it. Well, he gave me the shots the first time, and he's like, and I didn't film it. He's like, you should have filmed. I was like, oh, I didn't want to, I didn't know whether to ask. And then I came back the next day and I walked in and everybody in the office was like, oh, today's the big day. Today's the big day. And I'm like, why? Because I'm getting stem cells. There's no, Garrett's going to be on camera. He's really nervous. <laughs> He's been preparing all day to be in your vlog. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, is the vlog up now? No, no, it hasn't been edited yet. Oh. I shot some of that. He's also talking about uh, giving me testosterone. He's going to put put a testosterone cube in my ass. Testosterone cube? Yeah. Why is everything in your ass? I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I had to call a therapist the other day. Oh, yeah, I heard. Yeah, my mom was like, call this therapist. Tell her about everything you're going through. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Where was this therapist? I don't know. Better help? My mom knows her. I have no idea. But um, she was like... Tell her about all your traumas, and yeah. I was like, "What?" Tra I was like, "I don't. I've never experienced a trauma. Like, I would have, I would have called like the therapist if I was going through a trauma." And she's like, "No, you definitely, you've definitely experienced a trauma. There's no way you turned out the way you did without <laughs> trauma." And I was like, "I was like, are you being serious right now?" And she was being dead serious on the phone. Like that wasn't a joke. Yeah. She's like, "No, we need to find out what happened." And I was like, "What are you talking about? What happened?" So I was on the I was on the phone with the therapist for like forty five minutes. And I was listing literally everything that happened to me that oh, I can remember. I would have paid top dollar to hear that call. Oh my god, it's dude! I can tell you right now. Tell me, tell me, tell me everything, please, please. What was the therapist like? She was super chill. She was just like, "She's tell nice." Me, tell me everything that happened, and I was like, "I was like honest. I was like, honestly, nothing happened that's that traumatic. Like my grandpa passed away." And like, and then she was like, when did he pass away? Were you close? I was like, I guess. I mean, not really. And then I, I don't know. I just told her things. I was like, my, I got pantsed once when I was like <laughs> eight, eight years old. My, my dad pantsed me on a baseball field and he pulled my underwear down with it. But it was just my mom and my dad that saw. So it was more traumatic for my parents than it was for me. Um, so like, that, and that was like the worst thing I could come up with. What did the therapist say after you said you got pantsed? Did she try to make any connections here or? Yeah, she was like, well, "How embarrassed were you?" I don't know. It, it, it's not. It's not real. I don't know. And it, it almost. I mean, it's not real, David. <laughs> it is one hundred percent real. No, bro. Therapy, the, 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 the psychotherapy, time. traumatic incidents that no. happen. Things that. No, what? every everything I said, everything I said, everything I said. She was like, and then how did you feel afterwards? I was like, I don't know. I fucking cried for a little bit. I was, 
and then I forgot about oh, it. Now it's a funny story. I see who's here. It's Tough Guy David. It's not Ladies tough and gentlemen guy, of the Views Podcast, no. let me introduce no. who's here tonight. It's David the Tough Guy. No, it's not. David that won't Jay, go near Jay, his emotions. You fucking no. Yes. No. David. I would totally open up. Bro, if was, bro, you can't. You, I, I you can been, do a lot of things, but I've you can't very, discredit listen, therapy. Been, human, I'm not discrediting therapy. I'm not discrediting therapy at right. all. I think therapy's so important for a lot of people but sure. I think I probably need therapy just to talk through things right but I don't I don't have any traumas like I've been very lucky where I don't have anything that like has completely fucked the path of my entire life up like I don't have a moment that like I'm like living in fear of like that's, that's well, what never... about what about being put on the airplane when you were five yeah to come was, to this country that was terrifying but I was five what do you fucking mean and you don't you don't think that was traumatic for you what does that mean? See what you're doing right now is like you're like almost trying to talk. You're almost trying to convince me that it was traumatic. I never think about it. Oh, I guarantee the, you. I guarantee you anyone who lives in a weird ass country like Slovakia. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, it's a fine country. But, but and, and it's all you know. And then to just be put on an airplane and then to come to America and be like, what the fuck is this? In the middle of Chicago. So Jason's talking, it's traumatic. Jason's talking about when I was six, my parents already lived in America and I flew over by myself to meet them. But I never refer to that story as anything but cool. The only reason I ever tell that story now is because I think it was cool that I flew here by myself. There's not a, an ounce of traumatic experience I have from that moment. Like, what? Well, I have so many traumatic experiences from Okay, give me one. Okay, one time I, I was at school. I ripped my pants. I came home. I got. I my father was picking me up from school, and uh, and he hit me in the fucking face because I had ripped my pants. Traumatic. Took okay, me that, took me for years to shake that. Uh, another time, um, I looked at my father's Playboys, and he, he caught me, hit me, like fucking really traumatic shit like that, like all kinds of stuff. Uh, the landlord coming to my mother's house and being like, "You guys need to be out tomorrow." having to leave in the middle of the night, go sleep at my aunt's house. Just shit like that. We all have traumatic moments that shape us. And, oh, and okay. Maybe, maybe, I think traumatic <laughs> is such a heavy word. Yeah, I'm, I have a bunch of those. <laughs> but that's not traumatic. Okay, but like, there traumatic must have been is, things. Traumatic is like someone's getting fucking stabbed 15 times in front of me. No, that's it's not. Traumatic. As a child, little things are very traumatic. Oh, uh, well, when I think Getting pants is traumatic. I think of like a war veteran like having PTSD. Like that's yeah, traumatic to me. Yeah, but you have to remember as a child, a, a child, anything is traumatic. If you raise your voice in front of a child, that's traumatic. Like, I mean, sure, I have a million of those stories. The other day I got into a fight with Marnie on the phone. Yeah. Okay? She wanted me to call a friend to get them to do something. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And she had asked a bunch of times... And I, I always just say whatever to Marnie. I'm always just like, yes, yes. Like, we get along really good. We haven't had a fight in a while. And I was on the phone, and I, and I raised my voice. I said, no. I said, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. And stop pushing it like that. And Charlie heard the thing, and she started crying. She heard me. And then I got off the phone, and I was like, I'm so sorry you heard that. I wasn't, like, unhinged. I wasn't like, don't fucking tell me. It wasn't like that. Oh, okay. No, not at all. But she started crying. Oh, I get and that. And even that little thing right there that's was- That's traumatic? Yeah, that's traumatic for her. to hear Just hearing us fight. Okay, well, I wish someone explained that to me going into this, what traumatic <laughs> is. Well, what because did your mother say? I don't know, bro. David, it's obvious you're in the war. When I think- <laughs> And you have to talk to the therapist about being in Vietnam. You've definitely been in the war. Mom, I haven't been in the war. No, no, you have. It must have been tough in Saigon with your troops <laughs> and the napalm. No, I don't know. I just, I really imagined it like traumatic. I think of like, like a robber came in and tied up my family. 
and threaten to kill us one by one. Like that's what I think is traumatic. Oh, yeah. Like shit you see on Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. Like that, that's what I was looking for. I was like, that's never happened to me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Someone should have explained you the definition. Yeah, traumatic. like sure, I've cried a couple times over shit. Okay, well now that you know the definition, do you have any traumatic moments? Um, yeah, there's a couple of traumatic moments, I guess, but <laughs> I don't like, want to share them here on this podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, um, there was one time, one time my dad and I got into a fight yeah. and he got really mad and he threw a garbage bin, like a garbage <laughs> on the floor, like a garbage bin on the floor yeah. and it like cracked. Yeah. I think I got physical at the time too. Like, like I like pushed him and stuff, Sure. which is like a pretty big no, no to do with your parents. For sure. Um, yeah. It's traumatic. Yeah. But that, but that was not like. Like, it was bad for, like, a week, and it was pretty awkward for a couple of days. But, like, we got over it, and, like, I got over it. Like, I don't ever hold, I don't hold that moment over anybody's head. But this amazing drive that you have, right? Yeah. This, this like, but you have, like, an insane drive. Like, you, you will sh- shoot the vlog until 5 in the morning. Okay. Like, all that stuff. Have you ever tried to, like, think about where that comes from? Um, yeah, really wanting to do this. What do you mean? Like I, I, this is, I don't know. Did something happen as a child? Like seeing listen, your parents struggle? Pretty, I'm, I feel like when it comes to drive, I'm pretty biased because I have a pretty, I have a pretty fucking cool job. So you know, put me, put me working in the back room at FedEx, and let's see if I have drive then. You know what I mean? I have drive because I'm fucking lucky enough to literally have the coolest job in the world. I don't think there is a job better than what I'm no, doing. No, I don't currently. think so. I think if you worked at FedEx, you you do really well at FedEx. I don't know. I I. Well, yes. The answer is yes. I would, but I, I think <laughs> I'd fucking kill it. <laughs> I'd fucking destroy it. <laughs> I love when Ilya says that David has a friend, Ilya, and you, if you ask him anything, he'll be like, oh, "I might fucking kill it, hands down, like, no problem." <laughs> yeah, Ilya. Like, anything, pro- anything I put my mind to, I'd kill it. In that Chicago accent. <laughs> That's my friend, Ilya. Um, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. But I don't think. I don't think my drive is because of something traumatic. I've always Any been like that. Any other traumatic moments? What about with like girls and stuff? What about? I, I, for instance, like I've always tried to make the connection from those playboys for like me and sex and girls. I'm like, did that trigger something in my mind? Like, oh, sex is bad. Huh. I don't know. I've never been able to really uncover it. I guess all I can think about is is when I when I think of like my first thoughts of sex is when my friend brought over I was we were sitting in my digital film class and we were in the back and my friend showed me his phone and he was watching porn mm. with like three other kids and it's just like it's like out of a movie like I'm just like what are you guys doing and mm. he's just like we're watching porn and I was like you can't be doing that and I was like fucking so nervous that same friend actually jerked off in my fifth grade class in the middle of science class he jerked off and he finished on his hand and he showed us isn't that fucking disgusting i think it was like seventh grade i don't know what it was but how fucking disgusting is that that was the same friend maybe that was like my first sexually traumatic experience just fucking witnessing that friend interesting there's a guy we went camping once i think i told the story but um he um, in the middle of the night, it was we stayed there for like two nights. In the middle of the night, I don't know, I don't know how old we were. I think it was eighth grade again or seventh grade. And in the middle of the night, he would scream out. There was a, it was a room full of bunk beds, no teachers, just kids in a cabin, all eighth graders, and like sixteen kids. And the bunk beds were right next to each other. It was just one big room. And in the middle of the night, when everyone was sleeping, he'd scream, "Midnight service!" <laughs> And he'd, oh, and yeah, he'd get, yeah, and he'd get naked or in his underwear, and he'd run into everybody's bunk. And he'd like hump them. 
and it was fucking hysterical <laughs> until he came to your bunk. Like it was great because you were like you were like you're laughing at everybody. You're like, oh fuck, he's fun. Look at Pat. Look at Pat getting humped by Felipe. <laughs> but then, but then Felipe would come to your bunk, and you'd be like, fuck, no, 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 and like you know, and you, you'd have all the boys like laughing hysterically, sure. and then he came over, and the boys would be like, get the fuck off me, what the fuck are you doing? And then he'd leave, and then they'd slowly go, okay, there he goes again. Um, so yeah, no, that was. That was a fun I've, moment. I've heard that story before, and it warrants a second telling. Yeah. That is fun. It is a really fun story. I remember when I first found out, um, the the F word was bad. Oh, my God. I was standing in line. I think I was in the second grade. Right. And and one kid said it in front of me, and I've never heard of it before. And, and, I, I, and I asked the people in the back, like the people standing behind me, I was like, what did he say? Because the teachers were coming over. I was like, what did he say? What did he say? And they were like, he said a bad word. And I was like, what did he, what, what word is it? And he... And then the guy goes, it rhymes with luck. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, duck, suck, buck, truck, fuck. And I said, fuck. And they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I found out fuck was bad. That That's was really fun. That was fucking And I remember that so vividly. So how did you fill out the 45 minutes? Of what? Of this, this phone call you had to have. Oh, yeah, I don't I'm know. surprised you even agreed to it. Yeah, my mom really wanted me to do it. I just did it. How did you feel? How did you leave it with her? Call you back sometime? She, yeah, she was just like, if you think of anything else, email me. And I was like, okay. Maybe after this podcast, I can tell her about the time I got humped at, at camp. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that was the moment she was looking for. <laughs> Maybe it was, okay. Oh, yeah. Now that I think of it, midnight service. So that was it. <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes me so determined to be a, <laughs> to be a good YouTuber is because I was humped at camp. I went to Ohio State. Yeah. Like a college show, like I do college Q and A's, um, and later that night we went out to um to like a party, and and we got we got to like a frat house. This is my fucking favorite thing in the world. Is like getting turned on at frat parties. Like I've told you about this. Um, we got to a frat party, and one of the frat guys, like uh, all, all all the other guys, are like excited. They're like, yeah, let's go, let's party, David. Let's like fucking do something crazy. And then one frat guy walks up and he goes, no, 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 no. Who do you know here? Literally, it's fucking out of a movie, man. How do they, why do they all say the same fucking line? Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know. We were just in, we were just in the area. And he goes, he goes, where are you from? And I go, LA. And he goes, dip. <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, dip. Get out, dip. Get out of here. And we fucking turned around and laughed. How fucking crazy is that? Dip. Get out of here. I mean, the whole setup is, is yeah. you know, that's what's going to happen. They've been told not to let anyone in. I know. And they have their orders from their older frat brothers. I know. So... And yet you still keep going back. It's the best. Getting it's turned the, down. It's the fucking best. Because there's something. It's like you go to a bank you know and you be so like, give me money. And they're you like, no. You know what's no. so interesting about frat guys? Is, is they don't realize that they're being crazy. Like my, my, my closest friend, Alex, yeah. the guy who limps. Yeah. Uh, right? He's a frat guy. And like I'll explain to him. I'll be like, you know, frat guys are sometimes crazy. Like the way you guys follow rules like is not even like. It's not admirable at all. It's just kind of weird. It's mm -hmm. almost like... It's like the military. Yeah, like there's nothing like cool about it. It's just like yeah. kind of gross and scary. It's kind of just really exclusive and yeah, gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he doesn't get it. He was like, what are you talking about? And I've, I've, been, I've been his friend forever and I was like... And, and he's like getting offended that I'm like talking about fraternities in that way. He's like, what the fuck are you saying, David? And I was like, wow, you drank the Kool-Aid too. <laughs> the fr the I remember when I moved into college... Um, we were all talking, sitting around, talking about, and all the frats came around. And they were like, "Do you want to come tomorrow? Come to so and so and so and so." And I remember the two friends that I made. We made this like fucking decision, like, "Fuck that! Like, we don't need fucking bot friends. We're gonna chill and be ourselves." And we were like, "Yeah, man." And then my roommate, 
he was this guy from Ohio and he was like, I'm joining the Friday. He's like, you're crazy. He's like, the fucking best parties. He's like, this is the best parties you guys are going to miss out. You're going to be fucking losers sitting here. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool, whatever. And so then I hung out with my friends, like Smoke Pot. I had these two really good friends. And we just hung out. I'm still friends with them now. Jeff, my friend Jeff lives down the street. And I remember he came back and he was fucking, had fucking just shit all over him and piss all over him. And he was just like, the guy that went to the frat? Yeah, and then he was my roommate freshman year. Then they would come get him in the middle of the night. They hazed the fuck out of him. What would they do to haze him? They, um, I remember he came home like covered in shit once. I don't remember what else they did to him, but he was just like fucking brutalized for like a week. I've heard of like different hazing things. The worst. Have you heard of like the elephant walk? No, what's that? You don't know the elephant walk? Uh-huh. It's where you have like all the freshmen get on the floor. They're naked. Yeah. And they grab each other's penises. Ugh. And they're on they're on four they're on their hands and knees Ugh. and they're grabbing each other's penises and they're walking like in a circle basically and they're like all attached. What what do frats do now if they because they I can't do know. any of that stuff anymore? I don't get it. I I never got the hey touch that dude's dick to, <laughs> like I I didn't understand that that premise like it's it's a very weird concept. I get it though. I get like I get like it makes you closer, right? Like if you've been through a traumatic experience, like you know like the elephant walk. But um but it is very. It's a very weird thing. But there's definitely, there's frats are definitely cool in their own way. But there's some dudes that are in frats that are just like. We've had some good frat parties that we've gone to. 100%. Right? Yeah. But it's just, there's some specific guys in some specific places that are like overdosing on confidence. Yeah. That's just a little bit, it's a little bit too much. Todd's here. Todd, say hi. Hi, guys. We were at a nightclub and we were playing heads up. You know that game that you play with your yeah, phone? Sure. And it's a catchphrase, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was like, it was like a movie. It was like, um, I don't know, it was like Wolf of Wall was, Street or something. No, it was a Johnny Cash movie. It was a Johnny Cash, it was Walk the Line. Yeah. And uh, Todd was really excited when he got the answer and started fucking jumping up and down <laughs> and just ripped ass. And <laughs> and the entire fucking, our entire section just completely cleared out because he farted so hard. At the hard. nightclub? And, and, and you know, I know it's Todd. I know it's Todd. Because, of course you know it's Todd. Because one, it, it smells, there's a very specific smell to it. And and Todd is like like he was smiling the entire time, and then when he lets out the fart, he looks at you like an insecure like kid who just like <laughs> accidentally spilled paint all over the couch, and then he like goes back to smiling. And and I called out Todd on farting, and he was really embarrassed. Yeah. What what happened? I slowly started walking away like around the table, and then and he called me out. It's so weird when you fart. Why do you? Why, how can you not control your farts? I was I was holding it for a while, and I was jumping up and down. Sure. And so it kind of just like squirted out. You get is is there any kind of passive aggressiveness going on when you fart? Do you do that on purpose? Do you do that on purpose to fuck with people? To fart? Yeah. Not all the time. Sometimes. Because sometimes it, it it's weird. It's like the I mean, farts are walking out of your asshole. Like normally <laughs> you can normally people can, can like close the door and make sure they don't they yeah. stay in. But you just have like it's like wedged open. Like there's something going on. Yeah, and sometimes you know I'll walk and fart. I'll crop this a little bit. Just that's fine. But when we're at a table at a club, it's a little bit confusing. Todd's farts yeah. are so potent that there's no doubt whose fart it is. Exactly, when Todd farts. that's exactly what it is. They're so memorable, and I actually well, look forward to them. I used to you. really dislike them, yeah. and now when he farts, I'm like, it's like there going home. Yeah, like, I'm like yes. Like, I'm like, this is impressive. I don't love the smell. It's a nostalgic smell for you, but I feel safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Corinna's here. She's Todd's ex-girlfriend. Oh, really man. funny hanging out. With the two of them in New York. Oh my Todd god, it's Corinna. the best. Todd and Corinna are such what a, a blast! Oh, like uh, they have they have so much like built up anger. That's they have so much built up no, history. Don't. History, yeah. Yeah, they have so much history that and, everything's and it, funny. And a new thing comes out every day. Mm-hmm. And Corinna says something, and Todd goes, "This is why I fucking hated dating." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Corinna goes, "Ah, you suck too, Todd." <laughs> um, Corinna, you told me a funny story that your dad. I want to tell it good. My dad tells it the best. No, you told you told it great. So, so I've known my stepmom. My stepmom's been in my life for like since I was two. 
my stepmom went to my dad and was like, have you seen my lotion? And he's like, no, I haven't seen your lotion. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I've been looking all over for it. I don't know where it is. And then she's like, you know, he's like, actually, now that I think about it, the boys, my brothers, are at the age where they're probably using the lotion. Jerking off, Jason. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay. And uh, she's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, and he goes, why don't you get a nice bottle for yourself and get like some shitty stuff just to put on the back of the toilet so that they have something that's like not your nice yeah. whatever. So she's like puts the you know shitty stuff on the back of the toilet. And um, a couple weeks go by. And one day she's like, Jared, that's my dad's name. She's like, Jared, have you seen my tanning lotion? He's like, no, like haven't seen tanning lotion. Day carries on. And he notices my brother's hands. And he's like, I think I know where your tanning lotion went. She's like, <laughs> where? And he's like, go out. Go look out in the living room. And she looks at my brother's hands. And they're just like black. <laughs> that's the worst. And she goes to my dad. She goes, if that's what his hands like look like, what does his penis look like? <laughs> That's so gross. Could you imagine being fucking caught like that? Yeah, you were telling us the other day that uh, Todd, when you guys dated, you uh, Todd and your relatives would get along really well. It was fun. My family actually really liked Todd. My dad was drunk out of his mind, like, yeah, he's a great guy. Just give him a chance. Yeah, like, Todd, Todd seems like a guy. Like, oh. My dad was like, blacked out. They were like dry humping each other, like grinding on each other on the dance floor. Wait, your dad, like, your dad were, like, was saying- sandwiching people together. It was like- fucking crazy your dad was saying give todd a chance yeah oh wow your mother used to give me shit for getting blackout drunk it's <laughs> no big deal no, like, literally, no he doesn't really like drink like that that often but they were like fucking damn near dry humping each other my dad and todd that's amazing well now, broke up. now that that's both fun. of you are here together do you guys have anything to confess confess to each other that maybe you did during the relationship like, your like maybe you like you jerked off on on her pillow when she was in the bathroom or something weird like that um, nothing to confess, but an embarrassing story would be, I uh, left a skid mark on her on her sheets. Oh when boy! Was, when she was you God, denied that, asshole that. just keeps coming huh? up. You denied you it. No, I thought we discussed this. Todd, you have it. Literally, Wait, like, no, he <laughs> Todd's asshole is crazy. <laughs> like left a skid mark on my bed, and I was like, Todd, did you leave a skid mark on my bed? And he denied it. And you what denied, was it? You know, How big was the skid mark? It. You're gonna tell a beautiful girl that well, I. I'm like, how the fuck else is there just bed? a shit stain on my white bed? <laughs> how big was the shit stain? Next time, bro, I mean, say it's M and M's, like six inches. <laughs> no, but it was just like I knew it was him. Like I don't even know why I asked because I was just like, how else would there just be like did a you big shit stain? Did on you there? smell it? Like how did you? How did you? Yeah, I think I eventually smelled it because I was like, what is it? I need to know. And it was like shit. I'm like, and, what and Todd, did you, you denied do? that there was. A skin I don't remember marks? denying it. I just remember her telling me. No, I think you denied like, it for a while, and then you. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was M&Ms. naked. Were you guys no having sex? Why was I naked? <laughs> were you guys having sex, or were you just sliding off the bed? <laughs> I think we had sex, oh. and I slid off the bed. <laughs> I don't know. Todd, that's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> that's embarrassing. What is with your butthole, actually? It's fine now. No, it's not. When I eat certain, no, you know what happened? No, bro. Was, you took me to fucking Qdoba. Yeah, we went to Qdoba. And State. There wasn't lactose, a Chipotle. The Chipotle was closed. I think I'm lactose intolerant after like I mean, eat, eating that lie. fucking queso. Yeah. Listen, at Qdoba, we went to, I was shitting my pants all day. We really? Went, yeah. Yeah, we went to a Mexican restaurant and fucking Todd was like not feeling it after. He had like the worst stomach Dude, ache. We stopped by this bar to like. You're to, definitely lactose, by to, the way. I think so, yeah. To check out this bar, we're going to go after after whatever David was doing. And it was the shittiest, dingiest bar. And I run upstairs and this toilet is like half the size of a normal toilet and there's like no door to the bathroom so i'm just fucking i just pull my pants down full diarrhea 
Oh, oh my God. And, Wait, and, and, and the entire trip, the entire trip, Natalie comes up to me and she goes, Todd has been trying to convince me that this Mexican food is fucking up my stomach <laughs> when I know it's not. And he's the only one that's having diarrhea right I was, now. I was, Todd like, like, kept coming up to all of us and being like, you're feeling it too, right? You're feeling it too? Like it's fucking with your, your insides too? It's like, no, Todd. And Todd would have to go, like when we got to our hotel room, he'd have to go change his pants and like shower his undercarriage because it was just so, it got Ew, so moist down why there. Why say undercarriage? Well, I don't know. I didn't know how to make word. it like sound that was the right word. Thank you. I know, but it's like kind of I like mean, he shattered it's his It's very ladylike, his undercarriage. But yeah. It and works. by the way, I was just like messing around, trying to be sarcastic, trying to distract myself from the pain I was going through. Like, hey, how's your stomach? Is it fucked up too from that shitty Mexican food? Sure. No, I understand you're you know trying mean? to distract yourself. I went to the Bahamas for my birthday with my boyfriend. And boyfriend? Which one? And I like to gamble a lot. So my boyfriend, his best friend, and his girlfriend all went up to a bar in the hotel and I went and gambled. And they were drinking, and we had just eaten like a really big dinner, like a lot of seafood, everything like that. I go back to the room. They come up to me, and they're like, "Like, I need to tell you something." And I'm like, "Oh God!" Like, and he goes, "I was upstairs, and I felt like I had to shit really bad." And so I was like, "You know, I'm just gonna go back to the hotel room because I'm like comfortable, like you know, shitting in the hotel room." And he said, "I got off the elevator, and it was either I'm shitting my pants or I'm shitting in the stairwell." Mm. And I shit in the stairwell. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No. Like, you didn't shit in the stairwell of this fucking nice-ass hotel we got. Like, we paid literally, like, thousands for this room. No. Like, There's no way. And the the right, mind you, right next to the stairwell was my mom's room. He was like, I was literally contemplating, like, banging on the door and, like, shitting there. He's like, because the hallway was so long to our room. We your boyfriend like, shat in, in, in... Listen, listen. Karina, what is with you and all the men know. in your life I don't know. that they have to shit well, everywhere? Listen, so, <laughs> so he's like... The hallways were really long. We were all the way at the end of the hallway. And he's like, so he's like, I had to make a decision. It was like literally one of those shits where you're literally shitting your pants or you have to go right there and then. So he was like, I went in the stairwell and I shit. And he t- was telling me the story. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you, there's no way you shit in the stairwell. Like, this is like something in a movie. Like, this just didn't happen. So he's like, So I grabbed my vlog camera. So he took me and our <laughs> other friends and we go and lo and behold, there's a fucking huge shit in the fucking stairwell and i'm like freaking out i'm like we're gonna get get kicked out like there's cameras there's cameras all over this hotel like you have to clean this up like we we're gonna get kicked out and he's like i can't clean it up like i'll puke like i can't do it i can't do it and i made the decision to clean up his shit i I was like i can't like i i just can't like it was in the like good for you corinna you clean up your boyfriend's shit in a hotel dude dude, points for you you know you would think you would be like oh i'd rather it be cold than warm right you would think that it was the it Warmest? was like cold mushy and i was like i wish it was warm i wish it would have been warm because no, it was like cold's better crazy look at todd's face right mushiest. now is this worse than hearing that he has sex with her <laughs> <laughs> you did well with this shit how could you I left it on your bed and well, you got mad. You're I, handling it. I really lost a good one, huh? She cleaned wow, up. Corinna, you got some Someone serious shit. points for cleaning up your Yeah, he should go right to Cartier. <laughs> I, yeah, it, was, shit it there. was really, it was something else. I didn't believe him, though. Like, when he was like, I shit in the stairwell. I was like, there's no way. Like, you, how did you not make it Where did you room? put the poop after you clean it up? Just in the toilet? Oh, well, that's, oh, there's, that's the next part of the Where story. did you scoop it into a bag? Well, it was like cleaning up dog shit, like I normally do with Carl. I scooped it up. I put it in a bag. Well, mind you, it smells in there because there's shit that's been in there for the last 30 minutes. We lock ourselves in the stairwell. Ah, oh, uh, with the so bag of I'm shit. I'm carrying a bag of shit down the stairwell. Human shit. Like uh, carrying it through the hotel, like trying to find a trash can to Damn. stick it in. 
we finally like got off on a certain floor because that was unlocked and then like the next day we're having like a conversation with this guy in the elevator and he gets off on that floor and we're just like i wonder if like that fucking floor smells like fucking well corinna that that's probably the coolest thing you've ever done yeah i took a shit in dave's bathroom um, this morning oh did he like yell at you no he wasn't home yet the other day we were at stout i thought this was really funny the other day we were at stout and there was like six of us and Stout's like a pretty decent sized restaurant and someone uh, ordered us drinks they ordered all of us a beer and we're like, who did this? We, like, we, we want to thank them because, you know, there's a lot of us. You bought six of us beer. This costs a lot of money. So we want to say thank you. Um, but she was like, it's an anonymous person. We don't want to tell you. They don't want to be, they don't want to be named. Sure. So we, we went back and, and uh, we wanted to send them a beer back. But then she's like, then you're going to know who sent it if I deliver beers to them. So we bought the entire restaurant beers. And, um, <laughs> How and many people were in there? It was full. It, it was full. Yeah, it was like a full day. So like probably like four, forty to fifty. There. Yeah, forty to fifty. They all beers. drank the beers. Were they all confused? Um, they were all confused, and it was really cool because for a moment everyone like held up their beers, and they were all like, well, "Thank cheers. you, anonymous people!" Right. And like we held up our beers too, like really saying cool. thank That's you. Cool. And then the guy who bought us the beer came up to us and goes, "You motherfuckers want up me?" <laughs> yeah, it was that. That was a really fun time. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a Views Podcast. I'm David. That's Jason. Jason, anything to plug real quick? Go. My Instagram. Uh, yeah, Corinna's Instagram is really great. Go check it out. Thank you. Guys, everyone comment on Corinna's Instagram saying thank you for cleaning up the shit. Just give <gasps> give her a little bit you of a thank you. Just because you, you, you cleaned up wow, your boyfriend's shit, amazing. you deserve it. Thank you so much. All right, we'll see you guys later. This has been a Views Podcast. My name is Jeff. Bye. Bye.